this week on Three Sides of the Coin was the final show everything we had hoped it could be. Did we tear up? Did we get emotional? What did we like? What didn't we like? It's all about the final show at Madison Square. This is Three Sides of the Coin, talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Visit threesidesofthecoin.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Hey, Three Sides of the Coin, you got all of us today. Why? Because this is kind of a... Uh, a big important show. I mean, this is uh, this is one of the biggest changes in history that I think anybody has ever experienced. So we're all here. We are going. Let me ex- set this up really quick because we got a lot to talk about. We are going to do a discussion up front about just the show, the final show first, and then when that's all done. Then we'll talk about the new era of KISS. And I don't know how long this is going to take. We may run out of time. We may say, you know what, let's do next week the new era. I don't know, but we are going to do it that way. We're also going to start with each of us making, quote, an opening statement about the show for two minutes. I've got got a little timer here. I'm going to time everybody. Give everybody two minutes, and then the next person and the next person, then we'll have a discussion. There's a lot to say here. So with all of that said, Mark is the first contestant. Come on down. And I'm actually <laughs> going to adhere to the rules this time. I just heard Tommy with a big sigh of relief. <laughs> Your time's running, Mark. I know, Don't waste I know. it. All right. So like Michael said um, so eloquently, This first part, it's the only way to do it, is just for the concert. Now, I'm going to start at when I walked into the arena. When I walked into the arena, the pay-per-view stuff was was going on. Um, And that was the stage that Paul normally stands on, you know, when he flies out. That's where they had the host... And the guy on the street, if you will, and, you know, then the the guests joined. Um, The audio was way off. It was hard to hear. Um, I thought that part was very unprofessional. Um, They were trying to pump it through the speakers. It was delayed. Sometimes the video came up on the screen. Sometimes it didn't. It was a mush. Move on. And, and the reason I'm, I'm doing this is because I thought the concert was great. Um, I think I'm it's going to I'm going to be curious if they do a couple of edits because Gene totally flubbed the first or one of the first I think of the first or second verse of Deuce flubbed that. I know Eric had a spot where he dropped a stick. I want to say I think maybe it was in Black Diamond. I don't remember. But I wonder if they're going to patch those things up or, or not. I'm not sure. Um, and that's all we're talking about right now. So, like I said, I thought the concert overall, the final one, I'm talking about the, the one on the second, was fantastic. Um, I loved it energy-wise. Um, but, um, and we'll get 
with this after I'm done with my two minutes, I'm going to let everyone else talk about what they thought. Well, your of the two concert. minutes are up now. All right. Do we want to nope. make this four minutes instead? No, no. Two's fine. Let's keep her okay. rolling. Okay. Um, how do I silence this? There we go. All right. Tommy, you are up next. Your two minutes starts now. I really enjoyed it. And I'm not sad that it's over. I'm glad that it happened. I saw a lot of shows. Um, this one was fantastic. I didn't, unlike Mark, I didn't pay attention to any of that because I just didn't really give a shit. I, I didn't care about the interviews, none of that. We, I was talking with Three Sides listeners. I, I would have rather been in the moment talking, you know, with people like, you know, Ryan and Angela and uh, Kiko and... All, all, you know, all these wonderful um, fans and listeners we have from around the world. So that's what I spent my time doing during that piece, other than, you know, when they did the kiss costume contest and those, they were interviewing those guys. I, I you know, threw up the shocker. That was about it. But I, I love the whole thing. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And I know I'm going to be accused. Mike, you want to mute me? Of- yep you know, uh, pandering or whatever you want to call it. But I didn't come up with any preconceived notions before the show. I knew there was going to be some different things and there were, and there was a, you know, at least one thing that they didn't do. And I'll share that later in the show because of a lot of reasons, but I I thought it was great, you know, but I didn't expect anything. You know, fair enough. Yeah, Lisa, so, there was a head over your shoulder there. There was just now. There was a there was a little head that blinked on and disappeared. Oh, I was listening <laughs> to Tommy. I wasn't really paying attention. All right, I, I, Tommy. Any anything oh. else to add, Tommy? Well, you know, we're going to get into it in the discussion. I, I, I okay. it was a match. It was magical to be there. The energy on those last two shows were off the charts, and everybody that left that I saw had a smile on their face. Okay. Lisa, you're up next. Your time starts now. All right. So as Mark, I walked in during the pay-per-view interviews, um, and as Mark said, uh, it was really hard to hear. I kind of wanted to see what was going on and hear what was going on, but it was really hard to. they did like little interviews, like they interviewed Gene and Paul. They try to put them up on the screen, but you couldn't hear anything. Again, not a big deal, but it was just, you know, it's you could see it going on. You kind of wanted to like, oh, what's going on? Can't hear anything. So, um, but, you know, the show was phenomenal. I mean, it was it was absolutely phenomenal. I, too, didn't really expect anything different um, because, as you know, their shows are so choreographed that there was no way that they were going to make any major changes to set lists or, or anything like that, um, you know, on a night like that. So I didn't expect anything changing in ter- in time, like in terms of set list or things like that. But, um, you know, I, I thought it was excellent. I mean, it was just what I expected. Um, I expected it to be a little bit like I expected myself to like tear up a little or something. And it didn't happen. I was kind of surprised. I, I, I thought, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tear up when the last, when the curtain drops for the first time. No, the last time. No, 
um, I was, I thought I was going to tear up at the end of rock and roll all night. And I, and I didn't, and I, I kept waiting for that to happen and it didn't happen, but not that I'm saying that I wasn't, it wasn't fantastic. And, it, and it didn't mean a lot to me. It just, that it, it just didn't bring on that like teary emotion thing. So, but I, I thought the concert was excellent. It was fantastic. Just what I expected it to be. Uh, but yeah, I, I just didn't, I guess my biggest thing was I just didn't feel that, that sense of, I didn't cry. I didn't cry, which I thought I was going to. So, okay. That was my, stomach. and, and here's my two minutes. And then when I'm done, we're all going to segue into more of just an open free form discussion on this. Um, so my perspective is I watched, I, I was pay-per-view. I wasn't there. Um, and I got to admit, during the week leading up to this, I was starting to get like, should I have gone? Should I have gone? Should I have gone? But once the show started, I was like, this is, a, it was a great show by all means. But it could have just been any other show during the tour. That was it. I miss the fact that I couldn't have been out there hanging out with friends, but was I upset that I wasn't there because I missed an incredible event live on stage? No, because that didn't happen. And so, so from a pay-per-view perspective, and you guys kind of touched on this, first of all, the app I was watching, the pay-per-view app, kept maybe five, six times during the show would just freeze and I'd have to dump out of the app and go back into it. Wasn't unique to me. I saw that happen to other people. Those pre-recorded packages, the interviews with the band members buffered horrendously on the pay-per-view. I mean, the audio didn't match up to the video, the live interviews, anything that was being done in the venue was perfect. The, the picture quality was great. The audio quality was great. The overall production sucked. I mean, no disrespect at all to Chris Angel or Desmond Child. But really, that's who you did interviews with at a final Kiss concert? You couldn't have gotten... I mean, seriously, I would have rather seen Sebastian Bach get interviewed than either of those guys. Um, there was also some really bad camera angles. God, I'm already out of time. It's quick. That was quick. So we'll transition this and then you guys, you guys can just start jumping into what I'm, I'm going to start saying here, but some of this you may not have experienced, but if you, if you guys remember back to the Dubai live stream, remember, I think when we talked about how like some of the camera shots, they didn't know the kiss show. They were looking in the wrong places. And there were bad camera angles, like during Deuce, you know, when Gene sticks his tongue out and, and licks Tommy, the camera angle was behind Gene's back. Cold gin? I was just like, was that cold gin or Deuce? That's cold gin. That? Cold gin. Okay. So cold gin. Um, I was like, dude, because I remember when I used to photograph Kiss, I always made a point to be front and center when that moment happened so you could get right there and get some incredibly cool shots no we basically saw it from the back of gene um the fire breathing 
they did it. The camera angle was all the way from the back of the venue. Now, granted, you saw it, but you saw basically a little poof in the distance. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't. I'm it wasn't a close up of Gene. It was just like clearly, whoever was calling the shots isn't a Kiss fan. Didn't study enough of Kiss performances to know those important cues that you need to be ready for, and and that just. I mean, did it ruin the show? No, but as as a Kiss fan, I was just like, come on. I mean, you could have done better than that. That's what I had that same. I had someone say the same thing to me is that they with with the pay-per-view interviewer and the the way the camera, the camera angles and the shots were, it didn't seem like they knew what like where to focus all the time. Um, And I also wonder, like, why couldn't and again, I'm not a pay-per-view person. I don't know the camera stuff, but it would have been better if they were able to tap into the actual videographers that are used for kiss shows sure you know what i mean yeah. to be able to use utilize that footage or 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 maybe not use that footage but get somebody who's been a videographer yes. on the kiss yes. crew yes chris crew, kiss crew for just that night to call the camera shots for the right. pay-per-view exactly because and also even the even the interviewers seem to struggle a little bit on interviewing like interview questions um yeah and yeah she there was it prompter. she had a teleprompter in front of it it seemed like there was i hate to say none but it really felt like there was no planning rehearsal yeah. prep for that whole interview thing it was sort of like let's do some interviews okay and now we're stand standing around going well who are we going to interview oh get this guy to come up here so, Michael, your experience was the same as Lisa, Tommy's and Tommy's and I. It, 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 so that all the, all that was the same on the page was freezing and the audio didn't match up. Are you saying that I have not watched a second of the paper of the of, of, of the pa- of the. So the the audio was fine of the kiss performance. Mm-hmm. It was the pre-show stuff. And it was only the pre-taped stuff. So the interviews with each of the four band members, those were taped earlier in the week. And then they're they're called packages that they kind of just drop in and roll. The only interviews that were actually live were what was being done up on Paul's star stage. And it was the interviews that were the pre-packages that as soon as they cut to those, it would be like, Yes, I know this is happening. It was like, oh my God, the the, the buffering was so was bad leaning, on those. I was leaning over to Liz going, this is fucking embarrassing. Yeah, it was because really they, bad. They showed it on like the pods and the and, and on the yeah. screen and stuff. And I'm like, I, I and I remember saying to myself, God, I, I hope this isn't the way it's going over. I, I, same thing, as soon as it started, because I think one of the first parts of the pay-per-view pre-interview was like an interview with Gene or something. I was like, oh my God, if this whole thing is going to be buffering this bad, this is going to really suck. But thankfully, I quickly recognized that as soon as they cut back to live video in the venue, there was no buffering. There was no audio problems. There was nothing. Now, you guys maybe not didn't hear it, but I could hear it fine through the pay-per-view. The audio of Allison, who was the interviewer, 
talking to Chris Angel, talking to the kids, talking to Desmond Child. That was all perfectly clear. I could hear it all. The costume contest, you could hear it. But it all came, that all still came across as nobody knew what they were doing. Yeah, I mean, that's poor, something... poor, poor Allison, you know, she's the interviewer. She's was not the Allison? one. I thought it was Leslie. No, it was Allison. I think it's Hagendorf or something. Okay. This is her last well, name. That's what I wanted to have Lisa chime in because we, Lisa and I talked briefly. I found both whatever her name was. And again, keep in mind, I wasn't watching the pay-per-view, so I, but she talked to a guy and, and, and I was joking with Lisa about this. The guy's name was Guns. Guns. I just thought was. Stupid. I have no idea who that was. My whole point is that whole thing seemed ham-handed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lisa. Professional. It didn't but, feel planned out to me because, and and where I, I was also thinking, I'm like, okay, this is a Kiss audience. I don't think many of these fans here know, and again, no disrespect to Allison or to Guns. But how many people in that venue knew who they were? It's as a KISS crowd, as a KISS concert. I mean, Jesus, get Ricky Rackman. At least our audience would know who Ricky Rackman is. Get Adam Curry. Yes. You know, they may not be the coolest people to some, but at least our audience, our demographics going to. Hey, you know, I know there's there's a lot of issue. You could have gotten you could have could have buried the hatchet and gotten Eddie Trunk. Those people seemed cheap and unknowing as KISS fans. When I say cheap, I, I, all I mean is people who it was clearly just the job. There was no zero passion in, in any of it. It was almost it was like just so poorly done. I, again, eighth grade, uh, you know, talent show level, people trying to talk about KISS that clearly didn't have much yeah, invested. It- it just seemed to me that whole pre-interview thing, which could have been very cool. Yes. Um, wasn't well planned out, wasn't well produced, wasn't well organized. So what and you it, saw it, it felt, yep. again, I was watching it is, how is, I was watching you. it. Yep. And I'm like, this is terrible. And I felt <laughs> bad for the band, but I'm like, they should have known better to get better talent. Even somebody like Chris Jericho. Oh, God, yes. Again, they had so many options, and he's somebody I think would have done that just to be part of the evening. You know who could have been been a good interviewer is Craig Gass. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Well, and Craig was supposed to, actually, they were supposed to interview Craig. I know. And it just, the the timing was screwed up. But I'd I'd like to fill a couple of blanks in here for you guys. Um, I, I saw a lot of shows throughout the whole you know, end of the road tour and specifically this last leg, the video crew that they have for the shows are among the finest I've ever seen. And I can't tell you how many conversations I had with those guys asking them questions because I'm a geek that way. I want to know about, you know, well, I, cause I, I would ask questions about the screens they were using and why is this black and white and why is this in color and why are they formatted and da, 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 on and on. And they were always so generous and gracious. Same with the pyro guys and everyone else I talked to. I was told by the crew that there was, and this may be wrong, but this is what I understood it to be is there were going to be three separate crews of video people there. You I had the regular that. kiss crew that all they were, 
in charge of was the production of the show. Then you had a second crew that was filming the whole thing for DVD or, you know, some type of release. And then the third crew was the pay-per-view live crew. And none of them, you know, touched barriers because they all had specific jobs to do. Because like the crew told me, they're like, you know, we don't do any full stage shots because that's silly to put those up on the side videos or the video behind the band of like the whole crowd. This is our job is to take Paul or Gene or whomever and make them as big as possible. So bigger than life. Yeah. So he's, he, he had said to me, he's like, this is just not going to translate well in a, like a live performance from a, a streaming standpoint. So that's why they brought the different uh, groups in. And so I just think that, that everything you're saying, I just want to make sure it's clear and people understand that, that your criticisms are fair, but they oh, are yeah. I'm not criticizing the kiss crew at no, all. I know you're not. I know yeah, you're not. Yeah. I, 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 say... I, you know, and I wasn't, I wasn't clear with upfront, but yes, I knew there would, there was definitely a different crew for the pay-per-view versus the kiss video crew, which, you know, and again, going back to the Dubai thing, would have been the same way. And there's a separate, there's separate cameras. There's a separate person who's calling the camera shots, what gets shown. Whoever was in charge of that pay-per-view video crew hasn't been on the road with Kiss for years, like all of us who would know instinctively, okay, with this song, move over to the right side because this is where you're going to want to get the good angle for this event. Or, you know, here you want to move right up to the pit, or here you do want to move to the back. We know that stuff, and the KISS crew knows all of that stuff. Well, exactly. And that's what's frustrating, because I don't remember seeing any of them in Baltimore. Not that they weren't there, but God, I could have done cliff notes for them. Well, and and that and that's why I said, you know, like, the, the, the video crew now is not the same video crew they had back on the Psycho Circus tour or the Farewell no. tour when, when I was there. But I could imagine you could have reached out to somebody from those earlier crews and say, hey, for two nights only, we're going to pay you. We're going to fly you in to just work with the pay-per-view crew to call the shots and direct them because you have KISS experience. They don't have KISS experience. Right. Is, all, is, is what it basically comes down to. And I think it's any, any you know, and again, we're speaking like, the the crazy minutia driven diehard fans that we are the average person isn't going to know any of this stuff but yeah i mean again as soon as i'm watching this going dude why is there not a close-up camera in the pit as gene is licking tommy's neck what the fuck are you doing side stage looking from gene's back mike did you, you miss you missed the when, whole event when you, when you missed that <laughs> I still, to this day, just as a side, I was just like, I've seen that so many times in concert. I'm going, does Tommy ever go, fuck, this is gross and disgusting. As we all know, Gene's usually sitting Stop like fucking, profusely during I mean, that too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was the other thing. I don't know what, I mean, and honestly, I mean, well, we do know this because the end of show interview, Gene was performing with a kidney stone 
wow. right at the end of his schmeckle, as he said in the video interview. <laughs> he goes, it's right there at the end of my schmeckle. It's waiting to come out. It's like, I'm sitting there going, holy fuck, he's up on stage with a kidney stone. I know how much fucking pain I was in as I was passing a kidney stone. So oh, hats, off, hats off to that guy. And I don't know if that's why he was drooling profusely all night long. If you guys caught that, there was constantly drool coming out of him. I, something had to have been causing that, too. Hey, you know. I, I want to switch gears here, and this is something that uh, I really think we should round table because I think we're all in agreement about the show just being a, a top-notch KISS show. What I want to talk about now, and it's part of the show, it's not the after, or I went in with an emotional, if you want to say wave all the way up here. And while I loved the show, I was waiting at any time during the show to have my emotions pulled on, meaning I was just to, to shed a tear. I was, yes, I was expecting that because I was expecting to see Bill Coin and, and Eric Carr and Mark St. John and J.R. Smalling and the, you know, Hank Schemmel all the way down. The, these are people that you know neil bogard and you know living in 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 dead these are the people who helped you know build the beast and not only didn't we get that we got none and i'm wondering if you four felt that because i was literally waiting I'm man enough to say it. I was literally waiting for that moment where I was going to burst into tears going, it's finally over because this has been a constant in my life since I was nine years old. Well, you know, Mark, so going back to what Lisa was saying in her opening statement, I was the same way. I did not get a single bit of emotion. I didn't get a little choked up. I definitely didn't shed a tear during the whole thing. I mean, I love the show. But I was sitting there just going, I could just be at any other KISS concert. It really was just any other KISS concert. It it didn't, nothing tugged at the emotional strings. When we say that, Mike, go, it was a great show. It was an yes. incredible KISS show. Yes, I want that to it be It was a great clear. show. Yes. They, they were tight. They were on. It was exciting. But for this to be the last show... I was waiting for, I wasn't expecting it to happen for the entire show, but I was expecting one moment. That's my point. Where, where there was at least going to be a, a minute of emotional hugging at the heart by Gene and Paul. And, and I didn't, didn't sense there was any, any of that emotion on the stage. And to your point, Mark, I really was thinking now, again, I wasn't expecting all sorts of people to be actually being pulled out and shown on stage and thanked and all that. I wasn't ultimately, I wasn't upset that Ace and Peter were not even there. I mean, would it have been great to have every living member perform? Sure. But I didn't really expect that to happen. But what I expected they could have at least done. And I shared this on, on our socials 
Um, anybody who went to the Wasp tour over the last year, during I Want to Be Somebody, on their video screens, Blackie is showing photos of every single past band member. Big photo and their name. And then it ends with a screen of just names. And the names are more of the people behind the scenes, the tour managers, the record company people, people like that who've helped Wasp get to the, where they were. And I can tell you, Wasp fans loved just that little tip of the hat that was done. And I was like, why couldn't, it wouldn't require changing the whole set list. It wouldn't have required changing the whole show. It would have required during one song a new video reel cut not Mm -hmm. difficult you got a professional video team that basically during this song couldn't have been rock and roll all night because you couldn't see the screens because of all the confetti it should have been like do you love me do you love exactly there you go do you love me why not right that's when they do all gene on the field on the on the what do you call it um that was that show he was on with dirty fields Mike Douglas. Mike Douglas. Yeah, thank you. Like that would have been the perfect thing <clears throat> to do. Yes. To switch that up, make a new video, and go through those people, starting with Bill Ackoin, and maybe on the two sides, Sean Delaney. So know. have like Bill Ackoin. Yes. And then a little, thi- a little snippet. Ne- ne- Neil then- Bogart, Joyce Biowitz. Yes. All and- band members, alive and yes. dead. And just have you a know flash on the sides and a snippet and a picture and a thing. It wouldn't have been that hard. No, you know? not at all. And and you know, and, and I, I think I mentioned this at least to Mark, maybe to all of us in a chat. And I think KISS fan, the diehard KISS fans would have recognized this and would have gone ballistic. Sort of like when we first saw Sammy show up on stage at the first night on this mm-hmm. tour. What if just for this last show, KISS pulled J.R. Smalling's intro off of KISS Alive and played that over the PA to introduce the very last show. Oh, yeah. That would have been so phenomenally yeah, cool. Or Fran. Yeah, or Fran. Or Fran. But Fran. I think JR just I think, you know, I think JR would have been it because JR is and and JR could have done night two. You know what I mean? Yes. Like Fran you know? could have been yeah, yeah, Fran could have been night one. Yeah. Yeah. JR could have been night two. But you know most people may not have recognized that was J.R. Smalling. They may not have even recognized that came off of Kiss Alive. But the diehards would have. But the, di- the diehards would have gone, exactly. oh my God, that was so cool. Oh, that, that was such a, that was, that, and how easy would that have been to do? Just to pull that, what is it, five seconds off of Kiss Alive and play that over the PA to That's intro the so band? Cool. I mean, I I just felt like I don't know nobody nobody had any thought or care to do anything to say thank you or recognize those important people that again Kiss wouldn't have been on that stage in Madison Square Garden fifty years later without Bill Coyne with without Sean Delaney without Joe Spiowitz Neil Bogart. Those original crew members, Glickman Marks, 
I mean, all of, you know, there are so many people, they could have flashed names and or photos. And, and again, it wouldn't have required changing the set list. It wouldn't have required changing the overall production. It was just re- changing a video clip yep. that and was running behind the song. Do You Love Me would have been perfect because they run that whole clip anyway. I agree 100% with Lisa. I think just for Do You Love Me, it should have been just photos and names of people from the history just during that song. And how perfect, Lisa, because uh, as soon as that song's over, then rock and roll night. night. If you would have did that again throughout, do you love me? You know, whatever, three minutes of, you know, like I said, from Bill of coin to Eric Carr, all the way on down. um, I think, I think that would have been the, just enough of an emotional because I was waiting for that release. I yep, was like, yep. okay, yep. when when is that coming? When is that coming? Because let me tell you, um, part of the show, really, and, and I'm speaking strictly for myself, part of the show to me was the buildup to the show. Meaning, you know, going to the the hockey game with the, with the kiss stuff and then going to the um the, the pop-up store and rushing to buy your or not buy rushing to get the New York posts and that whole buildup. So your emotions and your anticipation and the new t-shirts and just everything about it. And you're like, and then finally, you know, the, the Friday night and then, Oh my God, Saturday night by not by then my emotions were, they were up here. And, and when it didn't happen, nothing I'm happened. Like, yeah. I was like, and this is, Again, Kiss reads the room so well and have for, you know, for, and don't get me wrong, that doesn't mean they do every single time, but I would have thought they would have read the room well enough. They had more that. than enough time to get this yes. one show right. And and I got to say, of everything that happened that last night, that, that what we're talking about right now is probably the greatest disappointment I had in the whole thing thing was just like there was just no it just and maybe that's why it just felt even more so like any other show because it was just like it was treated like any other show it was just how could i get emotional when it was just another kiss show that started and ended like the night before well they had gold balloons at the second show well, yes, yes yeah but the gold (laughs) balloons didn't even have a kiss logo on them they didn't which i thought was strange now, I also, and, and again, now we're starting to get a little picky here, but how come, and again, plenty of time in advance to plan this out. You know, way, the way the show starts, they run that video of them coming out of the dressing room and walking to the stage. And we know it's the same at every single show. But why not for New York City, create one specific to New York City, like walking out of the loft down past the dress to kill street corner, you know, kind of hit some of these Ooh, landmarks. Mike, I like that. And then they walk into the stage. And again, the diehard kiss fans would sit here and go, I, that's different. You change that. And I get what you're doing here. You're saying thank you to all of these places that kiss touched in New York city. I mean, it's just, and, and I feel like, Again, it wouldn't have required changing the show. It's shooting a new, I don't know, how long is that video? A minute? Yeah. A a new minute video clip that runs when the show starts as opposed to the same one you've used for the last 
10 years. Or you could have, or you know what else you could have done is taken shots of them walking to the stage, old Madison Square Garden shots, and montaged it together. You know what I mean? Like them yeah. walking from Madison Square Gardens in the, in the 70s and kind of like m- merging it in with them walking out now. You know what I'm saying? Or yep. walk, they, like they had like a banner on the floor with ropes that they walked I mean, how, Seriously, like, how cool would it have been if that intro video started with them walking down the steps in the loft and yep. stopping for a second and posing on that 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 yep. landing in the loft the four of us and and all of our listeners would have like creamed our pants it would have been a it would have been a kleenex moment for kiss fans or it could have been remember when they went into that phone booth and they came yes. out i would have been walking so- up out of the subway i, would have been so- I mean i mean there's just there, it's so to me. It was just like this is so easy. How could you have not done this? How could you have just left it as it is? And again, to me, that was the biggest disappointment out of out of all of that. I was just. I mean, the I, first Mar- Mar- Mark and I were chatting about this because you know we were talking about how there was just no emotion at the end of the show. I was like, interestingly enough. That's how the final show of the last four felt to me on the farewell tour as well. Two guys, Ace and Peter come out, go this way. Gene and Paul come out, dressing room, go this way. There was no emotions. There was no, I don't know. It just felt like as a Kiss fan, I was watching that going, this is, because I knew at that time, this was the end of the original four. And I'm going, this is how the original four just, Walking away. There's, there's there's no no emotions, no tears, no I don't know. It just felt I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. it felt empty. It's it just I, 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 tell you I, what, I feel what, like it was a bit of a letdown. That aspect of it. Again, the show looked phenomenal. I was blown away by the actual show, but it's just that little bit because this was the last show. And other than Paul's slight changes to some of his rap, some of his raps to recognize it being the last show. Well, but- the night before, Michael, Friday night, he also did the hey, I remember my parents sitting here and Gene's mom there. That was really the only tip of the yep. cap to to that. I tell you what, I, I know he's feeling a little bit under the weather, but Tommy, how did you feel emotionally about about that this sort of subject well i never dissected it or thought about it the way you guys did um i went in with no preconceived notion no expectation whatsoever i almost started crying when i gave ryan a big hug Um, i've gotten to know these people that work with the band fairly well i've spent plenty of time with them and just using ryan as example who's the head of their security uh, such a nice guy, funny, funny, funny guy. And just gave him a big hug, thanking him for his, his, how kind he's been to me and, and gracious. And that it was the human connection of the people that work with the band that gave me much more of an emotional release than anything else, because I'm not going to see these people anymore. I, I didn't have any preconceived notions. I'm not, I don't disagree with anything that you're saying. I just never thought about it in those terms. You know, I, I, I was looking at it 
completely different. And, and for the people at home, Mike and I actually taped a three sides for this week that we ended up trashing to do this instead. And Kyle and I were sitting in the arena when they were testing this really cool shit and we were freaking out. And I, you know, and while Mike was having to endure this, I saw some really cool things that didn't work out that they were going to use. And I don't, I didn't expect anything other than it would be a great show, which it was. I, I didn't know if I was going to cry or not, or I, I didn't, I look, I've always tried to look at things like, I'm not sad that it ended, but I'm happy that it happened. And this isn't the end of them. That's the point. I mean, it's yes. the end of the makeup stuff. Yep. So to your point, Mark, of, you know, saying this has been a part of my life since I'm nine and now it's over. I don't think it is. You know, I well, think I, touring days are over. So I'm just saying I came at it from a different perspective. I just want to answer that real quick. What I meant by that, maybe I should have been more clear, is even up until recently. Now, I was fortunate enough on the last Kiss Cruise to ask Paul personally if they were going to do a goodbye single or something. You know what I mean? Just a goodbye song. Um, from the time nine till now, I was, again, that's a, another thing. of, And again, this is a preconceived notion on me. I'm like, maybe they're going to go, here's our goodbye single. Here's, you know, here's, I'm always hoping for new music. But when I say it's, it's what, what has ended it is I know that next summer, I'm not going to go, got it. You know, I'm, 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 I know they're going to tour. I know they're going to be at Pine Knob or. You know, they're going to do something. I know the new record is going to be working up until the end of the show. I still had hope that I was going to get new music. It really ended for me when, you know, when they sunk back down into the stage, I'm like, you know, and, and again, we're going to speak about the other stuff later, but I'm like, wow, man. They're, they're they are done touring i don't see another record and my heart kind of sank right there and and a little bit of disappointment came in but again you're also coming off that huge adrenaline high you know they they played really well it was a fantastic show and uh you know that's going to be my lead-in i don't know if we're going to have time this week or not but you know to go into the next era so that's what i meant when i said you know, from nine until now, I was always looking forward to Kiss's current situation to, again, with new music. And again, could it still happen? But I think it's more doubtful now than ever. Um, so that's what you I You know, mean. I, I, I like, like, somewhat like what you said, Tommy. I didn't have a lot of preconceived notions about anything. I mean, I I said it up front. I really didn't expect we were going to have old band members coming on stage. I just didn't see that happening. Um, I didn't have any preconceived notions that we were going to get deep cuts and a three-hour set list. I, I pretty much expected it was going to be the exact same show. But what I did, and again, this is just me because they didn't lead it on and saying they were going to do any of this. I felt, Hey, they've been doing this for 50 years. 
they might change what they say on stage between songs a little bit. They might throw up that video. And when they didn't do that and recognize that, again, it was the only, it was the most downer of the show for me was that part of it. Post the show, sort of what Mark was saying here, like today, I really was like, God, you know, this is the first time in my life since 70s when I became a Kiss fan that you can't count on a tour next year. That's right. Yeah. It's done. It's and and again, timeline is everything. But if you were growing up 70s, 80s, into even the early 90s, you could count on a kiss tour basically every year, every 18 months, like clockwork. You just you could count on it. And listen, we are so lucky that we could do that, that these guys delivered like clockwork. Granted, the albums became less and less. But you could basically count, hey, next year there's going to be something cool from Kiss. Now, that's not the case. But at the same time, as you said, Tommy, I knew this was not the end of Kiss. I mean, I shared earlier this week the interview I did on VH1 from 22 years ago when it was the farewell tour. And I basically said, even when Kiss walks off the stage... For the last time, KISS will continue. Now, I said that 22 years ago on the farewell tour. I still believe that today. What that means, though, and this is this kind, we won't get into it fully right now, but people have a hard time with what continues going to be. KISS is never going to go away. There's always going to be something KISS related there. We just are not going to ever have another kiss tour. And, and I just thought, gee, maybe these guys would, are they, are they so in blinders when they're on stage in concert mode that they can't break for a second and shed a tear themselves on stage and get choked up? I think they force themselves not to so that they don't. that could that could be because you know I was even thinking it's like how hard would it have been when you introduce Cold Gin for Paul to say and this song is really special it was written by our original guitarist Ace Fraley who we wouldn't have been here without him Cold Gin I mean that would have been a nice little tip of the hat well, you could yeah. have done that for basically every band member in some context around every song you could have changed the stage wraps just a little bit to tip your hat to i don't know peter chris on black diamond peter chris he was the guy who sang this incredibly well for us and i there just wasn't that and maybe you're right tommy maybe they tried very hard not to get emotional that's kind of my that's kind of the way I viewed it. And I don't know for sure. And I, I, again, I don't think that you're wrong in saying that, but I think that watching it at home with a pay-per-view, I think when you're sitting back and watching it, it gives you more time to think about what you're seeing. When I'm at a live show, I'm caught up in the moment. So my intention of going to these last two shows was to be more part of it with, you know, Lisa and, and Mark and, 
our other and our three sides listeners and that sort of thing and the camaraderie and friendship with everybody than it was that it was the last couple shows but just to kind of give you a little bit of perspective and i don't know if this will tell you anything but i was standing backstage after the first night paul comes up to me he's like do you think people had fun do you think they enjoyed themselves tonight like are you out of your fucking mind they loved it it was great it's a kiss it's a kiss concert how can you not have fun but my point is is that everyone has some self-doubt you know, yeah. and, and and I think it really means a lot to them. But I also have to wonder that if if they're trying to deliver as much perfection as they can, that they are more concerned with the way the show goes than adding all of the other stuff. I can't even imagine what was on all of their minds because between the pre-production, the production, and everything that they were doing, I mean, for Christ's sakes, Gene was playing the last show with a kidney stone uh, you know it, did you see him did you see the snippet that he did on someone posted it about him getting emotional and do you love me it's like that could have been emotion or that could have been the pain of that kidney stone yeah because he like he his but again you don't know we're not in his mind right but but yeah you know it, it, but they're like they're machines in the same manner in which if let's say you're a mason worker and you're going to retire and you've loved you know laying block for 30 years and you're working on your last building even though it's sad to retire and be done you're probably concentrating more on laying that block perfectly doing the best job you can with the very last one right up to the very end right up to the end and i think the minute that you start breaking protocol you you open yourself up to the emotions and some mistakes that and mistakes that transpire because in all fairness they're professionals yeah even professionals get nervous and they were going live worldwide they can't make mistakes everything is so like yeah in front of millions of people tommy i I absolutely love that analogy the the block layer that you're absolutely right. That that is spot on. If you don't pay attention to the, your next block, you're going to screw up. And I think that's really honestly what it was. And Paul started almost started crying when he was saying, talking about his mom and, and mom and dad. Um, you know the the first night. You guys, like, mom and dad over there. I saw Jean's mom sitting. Yeah, there. and you could just hear it in his voice that he was on the verge. So to, you know, so I would say to the KISS fans who are complaining about this and saying they're not doing this, they're not doing that, they're not showing emotion, blah, 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 blah. Walk a mile in their shoes. Can can I just say something really quick? I'm sorry to interrupt you, Tommy. Mark, you were talking about, I'm sorry, Tommy, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Don't be mad. Um, You were talking about, you were talking about, Mark, about your emotion about that anticipation of the Kiss tour, right? And that's how I was too. It's like, you always knew that when an album dropped, here comes the tour. And you're like, ooh, can't wait, can't wait. And being in Pittsburgh, Kiss was always guaranteed to play there. Atlanta, hey, who cares? Like, you don't even know that they never come to Atlanta. But Pittsburgh was always on that list. It was always like, okay, when's the date in Pittsburgh? And one of my highlights of the entire show was as I'm standing there talking to Tommy, the promoter from Pittsburgh walked right in front of me. 
his name was Rich Engler. So there was Pat DeCesar and Rich Engler. So DeCesar Engler Productions. I'm sure you've seen that. And again, this was before Live Nation. So it was like independent promoters. Um, so he walked right by me. And I got completely tongue-tied. Because that was, the, that was the guy that brought Kiss to Pittsburgh. Well, amongst many other bands. But he was the guy. So when I saw him, of course, as an ass, I went, oh, my God, it's Rich DeCesar. Totally jacked up his last name he's like no you're close i'm like oh my god like an asshole but the second night i did get a picture with him thanks to tommy did i send that photo to you yes you did thank you but that but that's like what you're saying mark you that anticipation of that tour you know and for you it was the next album to me it was like oh i can't wait when are they gonna come you know when are they gonna come to my city so that was the big thing to me is not like knowing there's not going to be another kiss tour Knowing that I'm not, I can't go home to Pittsburgh and see Kiss again, or I can't see him in Atlanta. It's that was the thing I think that really hit me was that mm -hmm. I'm never going to see that curtain drop again. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe not, maybe not in that particular form, right? Right. Never see that curtain drop again. Never, he, never see the confetti again in that form of of the throwing out the drumsticks and the picks and all that kind of stuff and, and the confetti and the good night. Right. Well, that's and, the thing that I think that I'm going to miss the most. And everyone's perspective is different and no one's wrong. You know, I mean, doc told me about the avatar thing months ago. He was telling me all about it, not how they, how they did it or any of that. But just that they were doing it, working on it. And, and there's all kinds of plans of some really cool stuff that they're going to be doing. So maybe I know a little something and go, okay, well, I feel better about this. But again, I'm just happy that they did it, not that it ended. And I don't believe that it's over per se. But that's also, I've been, I've been trying to tell people this shit for 10 years on this show. Get out. Live your life. Find other bands that you can support. And get out there for the love of music because they're and they, they will end yeah i don't care if it's kiss or it's the rolling stones or it's ario speedwagon pick whomever you want i'm telling you it ends it comes to an end so you need to replace it and find other things that you'll find joy with and you don't know when it's going to end so no. don't that would have could have should a moment where you're like i'll go see him next time which and is I why I tell my husband that all the time. Like, don't say, oh, I don't want to go. Go, just go. Because you're going to get it later. Just go. Go have a great time. Go, you know? And that's why I saw so many shows on the tour. I'm like, God dang it. I'm going to go to as many as I possibly can. And we had a freaking blast. The weekend in New York was magic. Lisa and Kyle and Mark and Liz and you know, God, that was fun. I don't think I've ever laughed so much <laughs> in four days. I know. I, oh, I, I, I've never laughed. So I, I actually needed like a whole day of rest because I was, I was laughing so hard for four days. And we did fun things like we walked across the Brooklyn Bridge. And how awesome are those photos of you in front of the bridge? Yes, thank you, Tom. They're so cool. So we did so much to me because it's more about the community than it is about the particular show. And, and, and that's oh, gotcha. I'm sorry, sorry. Well, and that's not a, a a rip on the show itself, but I just think that that 
some of the fans that are complaining, they've put themselves in a position where they've got such expectations. That That's a whole other show. That's a whole other show. And I want to have a show about that because and we And we and we should and we will. Yes, because I'm going to tell you right it. now, to, and I'm not pointing it at our listeners, but some of the fans that I've seen a few things online, it's disgusting what so they and that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole yeah. other show. I will, I've, I've kind of alluded to this a little bit in our social media um, because I don't know if we've ever said this on the, sh- on the podcast here, but I posted online. Every single person who makes their very first post or comment in the Three Sides of the Groom group, three, three Sides of the Coin Facebook group has to be pre-approved. So it doesn't go alive immediately. It gets held, goes into a queue. I review them all and then approve them. And and to be fair, it's mainly to stop spammers. Stop people from posting porn and posting bootleg shit and just scams and spam. And it really worked for that. But over this last week, it's also caught, I cannot tell you how many hundred you got even the three of you have not seen the level of comments i've had to no block the person before they even go live it's everything from just kiss sucks and i'm just like okay then what the fuck are you even commenting for to some of the most vile and disgusting uh racist stuff about band members And I'm just like, oh, oh, it's just in the last. So normally in a given week, our group might get 100 to 200 new members. In the it hasn't even been a week. We've already picked up 1200 new members that I've approved on top of probably two to three hundred that I blocked that were utter garbage and trash. So there, there, there's, there's been, and and I'm happy for it. There's been a huge influx of a lot of fans. And I'm, I'm going to say this in seriousness, a lot of fans who love the show, not our show, the kiss show, the final show who love the kiss tour, who love kiss, who have like, I've been a fan since I saw them for the first time in 1975, and this has been amazing. And thank you, guys. There's been so much praise coming out of the woodwork that it makes me feel good. And it overwhelmingly is greater than the trash. But the trash has also spiked, and the trash has gotten so much worse than I've ever seen. Because as, as I alluded to at the beginning of the show, this is probably the biggest change in history that we've ever experienced, ever, including taking the makeup off, including the original members leaving and new members coming in. This was huge. And I'm just, I'm happy to see the, large 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 number of great and supportive comments but at the same time and this isn't unique to us because i've seen this 
in other KISS Facebook groups where I'm a member of or I know the people who admit, admin them, the amount of trash talking has spiked everywhere, everywhere. I mean, there, there, there's people who are like, I've never loved KISS. They're just greedy and out for the money. And I'm like thinking to myself, so why did you even come to a KISS group to post? Why? What What was the absolute purpose? Were you going to make all of us people who love KISS feel bad? Because first of all, your comment is never going to see the light of day because I deleted and block you immediately so you can never return. So in some instances, all of this turmoil is shown is, has shined the spotlight on the cockroaches because mm-hmm. they didn't run away. They're staying right there in the spotlight. I'm like, oh, there's another one. There's one over there. Get rid of all that garbage. Well, I tell you what, Mike, because um, we're, what, an hour and 20 minutes? Hour and a half, yeah. So since this has been, for the most part, um, all our positive stuff, why don't we stay on that? Because one of the really positive things that that I liked, I mean, there's a little negative in it, but to be fair, I really liked, and, and this is one of them, the shirt designs were just fucking awesome. I, I, I really liked the a lot of the new merch um some of it was was harder to get than others um you know and that's another thing Uh, i was very fortunate i i got to new york on wednesday and uh the pop-up store opened on thursday and i was one of the first hundred people in line and so i I got what's that why wouldn't you be yes well he had to be there to to collect his mark Chikini box of merchandise that had already <laughs> packed and waiting for him. Here's the what it could have should I. It's my what it could have should I. I stood there and I looked when I was on on, on uh, Saturday night. I looked at the merch booth, nobody in front of me, and I said to Brian, my husband, I went, I really would love to have that shirt right there. But I didn't buy it. So there's your what it could have should a moment, people. If you want it, you got to buy it because now I regret not buying that. December. Now you're stuck wearing a Craig Gas shirt. I'm stuck wearing which this. I have one, which is fantastic. Oh, hold on, guys. Here's here's one thing, Michael. This is something I I wanted to uh, uh, hook my wagon to at the end of what you said before I switched to the whole good thing. Um, shout out to both to two people here in particular, Craig Gas and Sebastian Bach. Yeah, he's both our new those, BFF. Yeah, new both BFF. of those gentlemen. He wants um, to beat me up. No, he doesn't. Not anymore. No, he, doesn't. <laughs> he wants to apologize <laughs> to you for your yes. So I'm I'm hoping uh, okay. you know, I, and I'm pretty sure this is happening within the hopefully not too distant future. Hopefully, uh, uh, Sebastian will join us. But let me tell you, both Craig Gas and Sebastian Bach are no holds barred, incredible kiss geeks to the nth level, and love kiss as much as anybody that I've ever met. They just happen to be in the entertainment field and have done well in their field. But man, those two gentlemen made our night, especially on Sunday night. One we'll never forget. We had a ton of fun with, with all those guys. And and so Craig and, and Sebastian, thank you so much. You were wonderful to hang out with tons of laughs, uh, great kiss discussions and uh, your hospitality uh, does not go unappreciated. So thank well, you to both of those. Do, 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 I, do I need to 
throw away my Sebastian Bach hates me t-shirt? I no. think you're going to. I think you're going to need to wear it. Son of a it. bitch. I want to wear it when he comes on the show. Exactly. No, he really does. He 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 walks. Yes. We've got six minutes on video of him talking about the show. It's really fun. And, and he asked to have it recorded. Yeah. But before but I go there, we can. A video. Well, yeah, you're right. Because you might want to video what I'm going to say. So. Yeah. So, but before we get to that and we talk about some of that, I do want to say this to all of you listeners. Okay. Get ready for this. Uh-oh. I went for the experience to be with the people I love. And to have the best time that I could have. I didn't buy one thing of merchandise. I don't care. You're not a real fan. I don't give. I could could give two shits about the golden ticket. Oh Oh, God! I have no. Don't tell me about that. That's a whole. That's another conversation. But wait a second. But no, no, no. But but Mark's a collect. That's a whole different thing. But but I'm. This is just me only. I have nothing for sale. I didn't buy extra shirts. I didn't buy lithiographs. I didn't have a golden ticket. I don't have anything. So please, God, quit messaging me, asking me to sell some of the shit I bought. Can can I can I add real quick for pe- people who want a golden ticket? You know, you can just go on payperview.com, ppv.com, and you can buy one for three hundred and fifty bucks. You don't have to go to e. You don't have to go to eBay and spend two thousand. No, but I, I that oh, because I, I I really do want that to be its separate show because I'm a collector, as you guys all know, and I am embarrassed for a lot of stuff that I saw. Yep. It bugs me as a collector because here's a great example, and and, and again, I'm, when we do this show, because I think our experiences collectively, the four of us over the last five days, we've got I think some boutique shows coming up today was just about the show maybe next week we can talk about the stuff we didn't like and maybe the week that maybe the week after that maybe that can be our wrap-up for the year you know some of the merch crap that we saw but guys this is a great example yeah mark got a That's hockey awesome. puck hold on though you get it from the goalie mark <laughs> no, that was from you, Lisa, for your favor. He, he said, forget it, honey, your tip's on the dresser. And it was a puck. <laughs> I'm on fire tonight. Oh, well, Mark, Mark, wait right. a second. Wait a second, everybody quiet. Was it a puck for a fuck? That's what she said. <laughs> no, I I, I, I I, will tell you. Um, that that I went to the hockey game on Wednesday. Liz and I specific before I even knew that was Kiss theme, uh, and and I've said it on the show. But for you mentioned it on the show, yeah. Um, we found out after we bought tickets that it was going to be Kiss themed. So I was going anyway. I was going for because I'm a Red Wings fan and I love the Rangers too. So I'm like, go see an original six game. Um. This bugged me, and I don't think it had anything to do with Kiss. But and again, this is going to be part of a future show. But I can I can let you in a little bit. Um, the doors for the game were six thirty, and I had a little birdie tell me, "Hey, you should get there at five because they had Rangers NHL Kiss themed either sweatshirts and T-shirts and pucks." Now keep in mind, doors were at six thirty. I got there at five, and when I got there at five, 
the doors were open. And I'm like, cool. I Plus, I wanted to get some just NHL kind of stuff. And I go in and, and we literally bought the last shirt on the rack. And there were no pucks done by 515. So I was like, uh, <laughs> and I mentioned it to a friend of mine who lives in New York City, uh, who has, uh, and, and he was able to get me one. Now, I did see some guy bought, they, they let this guy buy, I think, a whole box of them. And if, if you go now on, 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 on eBay, I think I didn't, but I was told they're, they're going for, you know, or at least they're <coughs> asking for a lot of money. My friend got me one for what they cost. So I was very happy about that. Well, but, and, and speaking of that though, I think I want to add this too, because I was really hoping Kyle could join us today, but they ended up going to a play tonight but one of the things that he told me that was i thought was really disturbing and he saw this physically happen that there was some uh, assholes that were going okay for those of you that weren't there they have these bracelets that light up yeah okay um, they put one on every seat for every person i heard about this people were taking the bracelets off of everybody's seats yep and that then they were standing true. outside the venue after selling them Oh, so there were fans and, and, who went and, in who never got the bracelet. And the the episode Tommy and I recorded that we trashed touched on this for just a little bit, where we we were talking about like um, the New York Post covers and the cookies and stuff, and 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 the and the Metro cards about how people, you know, there are fans out there who go out and literally will when somebody's not looking, take the whole box and leave with them. And this isn't new for right now because I saw this happening when I was working with the band during Psycho Circus and the Farewell Tour. There was always a couple fans that would be like, I remember some fan, um, I think it was actually at Madison Square Garden again, of course. took an entire box of the 3D glasses for the Psycho Circus Tour at one of the entrances. Is that the guy trying to give him away still? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We won't mention names, but we know who that is. Um, he took the whole box and then he tried to start selling them at conventions and other places. But all the fans coming in couldn't get a 3D yep. glasses for the show. And I've seen that with posters and promotional. Yeah. Tommy, you and I joked about that when we went to Vegas for the residency. We watched How it disappear in front of our fan, eyes. Fan, Fans were walking around the the tables in the cafe in the restaurant, taking the the kiss menus right off of a table where people were sitting at, and walking away with them. And it was just like, dude, you fucking suck. And I heard a you really suck. And I speaking of speaking, so you guys know they were giving these. These were free. Yeah. I have one. And, and if, if you notice, if anybody notices. I'm missing one. Yeah. So uh, I have, oh. I, I do have extras, and but I mean like one or two of both of these. So if somebody can get me a first night before I have to go to eBay, because I, I just, again, I'm a geek. I want all three of them. And right. I was well, in the city. I just didn't realize they were going to be that, you Tommy, know. Is that the I, one Kyle gave me? Probably. I don't know. Uh -uh, I don't think so. 
Maybe I don't think so. And <laughs> and I heard reports of people carrying out piles of that's, tickets. Again, that's what I want to say for another. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, I I took same thing. Like you this said, is a, I, that save that for the yeah. fan episode. Yes. yes. Well, no, and I, I didn't. So, I'm sorry. I've talked, no, I was just gonna say I never went to any pop up merchandise places or any of that because we were just out enjoying new york like we walked well, we but that's but that we was the good thing this is that's one of the that was this is one of this is the positive things i wanted to touch on um and and again since this is the good good the yay the good the good show <laughs> you could get and i'm just going to use this one as an example these were free okay cool. all right these were free and if you opened it up that's a nice little poster. It was a poster, yes. Yeah. I noticed that, yes. And 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 that's kind of what I was talking about. That that was a Mark, freebie. Open up your other one. Open up your other one. The other one is the New York skyline. One of the things that's funny about what Mark is showing is on the day that they were handing that out, they were handing it out in front of the uh, Empire State Building. <laughs> Kyle and I had just gotten there um from the train and we were at port authority i think no we were at penn station so we're just walking around going, okay we got to wait for lisa because her plane's coming in soon so let's just go hang out in new york have a slice of pizza so we're literally just walking by the empire state building and i saw all these guys out on the side entrance with photo with cameras i'm like hmm what's going on and it was more out of just sheer curiosity than anything else because the tmz gal was there all these people I'm like yeah we're waiting for kiss so kind of like dude let's stay here and wait for them to show up because then yeah, they'll just be like, Lisa, she can just hang out at the Penn State. Kyle's Kyle is sending me video of that. Yes, and what was really funny is, is you, you know, because I told Tommy, because Tommy looked at me like, "Wow," I said, "I know." I said, "Dude, we were just literally walking by. I had no idea you were going to be here." And Gene gets out of the limo, walks past, and he just looks at Kyle, and I was like, "Stalkers." <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah and we we're like oh, let's be stalkers it was really really funny and there was only maybe 10 of us out there because everyone was around the front side waiting for the band to show up well they walked in on the side and then left in the front but there's all kinds of stuff like that that happened that you i was well, well, this, the, the, this was the, another the, freebie just that's what i mean that's what i was trying to get because there's one end people going oh there's so much all this expensive stuff to buy but you had those magazines which were free also they were handing cookies just gonna ask you if you got a cookie, damn it, of Mark. Of course I got a cookie. And and um, I saw matter of fact our friend and former guest, Alan, who does those incredible J Japanese books, he showed a picture of his. This was in his luggage. Of course, he's going back to Japan Broken. all destroyed. Yeah, you saw that? Mine's I mean, until it starts to mold, I'm gonna or is that a sticker? It's a sticker. Okay. I can open it. Hold on. I haven't opened it but yet. But I think there I'm were on. some cookies on other you want me to Whoa. open it? He's open gonna it open it? it. Open it and eat it. He must have more than one. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. No, it doesn't Liz, have a kiss logo no, on no, it. Again, this goes back to what I was saying. Liz and I each got one. Liz ate hers. I said, "I'm. Are you kidding me? This is going. Look at that. Look on the icing there. Oh, that's what I just said. So that's awesome. Okay. Eat it. Yes. Eat it. So. Once you've opened it up, it's now going to get moldy once That's you've opened gross. it. Sealed right back until the day it, it looks like I can't keep it anymore. So. Now, what's the one with the kiss one. of everyone, too, right? What's that? 
There was one with the Kiss Army logo. Yeah, I think there was two or three different ones. That was the and one that kinda, Alan had. Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm getting at. Guys, You, this event, like Tommy said, Tommy went and had the time of his life, didn't really buy a thing. You could have went there and got some free cookies and got some free posts with some little posters. You didn't have to, again, that's what I was going to say in the Kiss store. 15 bucks. Nice. Yeah, yeah, and of course, I also went. I also, I also went to the insane and got the big, the big one too. Hey, will you open that up and show it? Because I wanted to see it. It's sweet. It's oh, it's awesome. Mark was. Isn't there just a few hundred of those were made? Weren't there? Yeah. Oh my god! Is that a blanket like the tapestry? No, it's a, it's a, it's a banner. Wow! Wait, don't hold it up higher. I'm gonna see what's at the bottom. Is there anything at the bottom? That's what I wanted to see. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, with the tassels on it and everything. So, yeah, I was, I, I, this is something, now this was, I thought, super expensive. But I, look, man, I always, I always joke, someone's like, oh, you spent that. And I'm like, dude, that's why I work. You know, this is something I wanted. And I was very happy to get. Um, another thing that was not crazily, these scarves are beautiful. Yeah, I heard about the scarves. Yeah. And, and I got to admit, and, and, I, and Tommy knows, because he's heard me say this. You know, this was 15 bucks. This wasn't terribly much more. Could I have bought more? Yeah, I was one of the first hundred people in. But I wanted other people to have them, too. Good for you. Look at you, you know, but I, I don't say oh that God, to be an asshole. I, I'm, you know, I'm just telling you that that's, that's honest. Should have, like we were going to go down, what, Sunday or Monday, Sunday, Mark, right? Or Tommy, right? Because it was still open. The pop up was still open. And I really wanted to get a shirt that had December 2nd on it. We never made it down, but you know what? No big deal. You know, it well, wasn't. They had, like, they had December 2nd shirts at the, at the venue. That's what because I, I got. Oh, look at the venue. Well, that's, that's one of the things I found out about, like the pucks. That's where I was going with this. Um, these were only sold out downstairs. Keep in mind. I'm talking about at five o'clock because I talked to somebody later. They're like, oh, I got one after the game started, but I, I was upstairs. Keep in mind, that was the first time I was ever at Madison Square Garden. Well, and put it this way. It was not the first time I was at it. I've been at it a bunch of times, but I've never been inside for a hockey game. Right. And I was told verbatim, you know, from God's, uh, what do they say? From God's mouth to my ears. They, they told me, they're like, oh, these are sold out. And again, this is at 515. Well, what they didn't explain is that they were just sold out downstairs. Right. But yep. by the time I found out, then they were sold out, sold out. But um, because I did talk to somebody that got one who goes, well, I got one upstairs. And I'm like, fuck, again, I don't know. I wasn't there before. Um, but, uh, you know. Well, that, that was the same thing at Madison Square Garden. They had, so where my seats were, you had access to this like Delta 360 lounge. And they had a merch booth in there. And there was nobody at this merch booth. You know, when you walked in and there's like a thousand people at that merch booth, it was like a bottleneck. Mm -hmm. There was nobody at that merch booth. And I just stared at that shirt going, yeah, I probably should get that shirt. Then I walked away. But now I'm like, bump, I should have got the shirt. So, now, here, here you was, know, here was something that was uh, that was pretty. I just think people will, will appreciate because these these were these were pretty limited. That's the, really the gold, cool. the gold sticks. The I gold absolutely sticks. love these. And uh, you know, E was nice enough. To, 
Did they just say, did you, did you just say December? Wait, I think they just say December. Second. I no, they, they just say December 2023. Yeah, but the December sign 2020. But the oh, signature yeah, signed, is the yeah, date. Eric signed it with. Uh, now, did he sign that for you exclusive or was that like a purchase? No, these were these. He did a he did a, a little run um, for folks, and uh, I was lucky enough to uh, to to get a set of those. Uh, you could get the black it ones, and that's important to you. Well, I, you know, guys, that that that's the whole thing. Like with collecting. Um, I mean, Tommy, I'm in my basement. Tommy's been here. He, 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 he knows. I mean, it's, it's, it's very well organized. I can go to the posters if I want to see them. I can go to my magazines. But, um, you know, and you guys have seen it. It's been other, and the other wall is all the gold records and all that stuff. That's again, to me, uh, you know, as, as, as I joke about it a lot, but it, it's something that my wife, when we first started dating, you know, I remember her telling friends, you know, he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he just, he just loves this thing. And, you know, and yeah, man, I love collecting Kiss. It's like the fun. guy that collects all of his toenail cuttings. <laughs> or farts in a jar. Or farts in a Yeah, you can make money. And I, I want to say something directly to Sebastian Bach, because he said to me, he wants to know what I'm doing sometimes when we're when we're talking and I'm not saying anything and I'm looking around. I'm usually reviewing documents and things like this from the MLS or paperwork because I'm at my office. Multitasking. The, huh? You're multitasking. Yes. Whereas Mark, on the other hand, is just drawing dicks on a sheet of paper. Well, well, again, you know, to to that that question from Sebastian, and this isn't directed at Sebastian, but we all have jobs and we do not get paid to do this. So we will get interrupted by business calls like Mark or Tommy's got to do do paperwork or Lisa. Lisa may not be here many times because she's got to take kids to baseball games or football games, or she's got to go drinking. Go drinking. Uh, You know, I'm (laughs) fortunate that that where I record at my home is also my home office. But like today, Tuli came home while I was, you know, recording. So I hit the mute and I'm talking to her. So, I mean, you know, to all those people who still, I don't know what they think. But whatever you think about this, we are literally just four knucklehead fans who do this because we fucking love what we're talking about and hanging out with each other every week. Yep. And, you know, we're we're not getting paid by Gene. We're not being told what to say and what not to say by Kiss. I mean, good Lord, the beginning of the show should be a perfect example. If Kiss was telling us what to say, we wouldn't have said any of that. Let's, hey, let's be true. Hey, and that's, you know, speaking of good things, guys, uh, if if you're a three sides fan and I can tell you, I can speak for Tommy and Lisa. Thank you guys for all those folks we saw in New York. There were times and, and this is not an ego thing because I've said this many times in this show. The only difference between me and somebody on the other side of this camera is I just happen to be here. We're You're on that side same. of the camera. That's it. Exactly. Look, I'm just as big a kiss nerd as you are, and you're just as big of a kiss geek as I am. Um, and I have no training in interviewing. I'm not a journalist. I never fucking claim to be. I'm just here because I like talking kiss with my friends, and you're my friends. Because 
how literally, and this is again not an ego thing. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people stopped the three of us, and that's no that's no bullshit to just say, hey, three sides love the show, man. And I had people come up and ask me about certain episodes, and I know you guys did too. That's going to continue. That's yeah. Not I, I I think that's a good. Real quick statement, because I've gotten a lot of questions and I've seen these comments. Three sides of the coin is not stopping because Kiss is stopping. First of all, Kiss isn't stopping. That's where I was going with. As we clearly know, as we clearly know, the new era of Kiss is going to give us a lot to talk about. Kiss continues. Three sides of the coin is going to continue. We've said this, and, and this is from all of our hearts. As long as we have fun doing this, we're going to keep doing this. Until There's we're down no to our, reason... 12th, our 12th watcher. <laughs> yeah, until we're until we're down to 10. I mean, you know, we've got to lose two to get down there. But, you know, we, we're, we, we are thankful for all 12 that came up to say thank you to you guys 10 different times. And, and if you've been with Three Sides for a long time, you know how old you that, know that is. You know That's that. Been. You know that inside joke. But, <laughs> no, we are, we are not going anywhere. Three sides of the coin is continuing every week. We've got future guests lined up. We've got a lot to talk about. This is something we love. And and I wanted to mention real quick before we continue on with anything, even though I wasn't out there. And, and again, as I said up front, the thing I missed most was being with you knuckleheads and seeing the fans. But one of the cool things that happened is because I was back here, I got contacted by a news news um, network to do an interview about KISS and marketing and their products and the whole thing. So I think it was Wednesday, maybe it was Tuesday, I can't remember, of last week. I did an interview. I posted it. I And they only used like a minute of a 20-minute interview that I did. But I recorded the whole thing, so I'll post the whole thing for everybody. But that was so cool that it's like all of a sudden – I got two and three sides of the coin got recognized in this news news network article all about the end of kiss. I mean, it. I don't know. I mean, Tommy, I, I this is specifically for you. When we said, yes, we were going to start this thing back in 2012. Who the fuck could have ever imagined all of this Never. that came from it just because Never. We sat here and talked about a band. That's it. We just talked. Mm-hmm. We're the first to admit our production quality sucks. <laughs> we don't buy great equipment. We don't have great mics. I don't spend any time that I don't have to editing this. <clears throat> We've been that way for fucking 13, 11 years. Yeah, 11 someone years asked me, now. Yeah, someone asked me on the weekend, like, well, how do you guys prepare for shows? They started laughing. <laughs> what's that what's prepared you know that's funny because i told mark i go mark this was i don't know yesterday day before i go mark this might be the first episode where i'm actually doing prep i'm taking lots of notes about my thoughts and feelings and i'm writing them down so i know what they are if i need them now most of them we probably won't we're not not probably we're not going to get to the new era avatar in this episode it's just that's a whole nother 
hour and a half discussion and we've already been close to two hours now, but I got tons of notes. I've got, this is the first time I've ever done show prep. I I still haven't. So. (laughs) And and I also think it would be silly for me not to mention this because Mike, Mark touched on this earlier, but each and every one of you, if you really truly care about us and what we do for you, then all we want in return from you is to enjoy this show, but then support the things that we bring up. And here's a great example. If you're a Kiss fan, you have to get the new Craig Gass special when it comes out. Yes. We were there for yeah. the live taping. He is so funny. That show was fantastic. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, there's no way you won't enjoy this. And we're just kind of tired of him coming on and begging for you <laughs> to go to the shows, let alone support it. Oh my God. So I'm just going to do it for him because he sucks at it. <laughs> I, 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 I had to make a little, I, I, you know, a nice post that ripped about him that because if, if, if you saw the ending interviews after the show where, where Allison was interviewing Gene and then Tommy and then Doc. And it started out with Gene and I'm like, hey, that looks like Craig Gass in the background there. And my thinking is just like, okay, it's backstage. He's just hanging around. He doesn't know. And then Tommy comes in and then there's Craig Gass on the other side hanging around. Perfectly just over the shoulder so you could still see who it was. And then Doc and, and, I'm, and, and Doc was being interviewed in a whole different area of the backstage. And I'm like, there's Craig Gass again. So I had to post Craig Gass is like the expert of getting on air screen time without being interviewed. He's just hanging back there between everything. Now Craig did come on and, and said, I was supposed to be interviewed, yeah, but they could never to get be, yeah. to me. But I just was like, Oh, there's fucking Craig Gass trying to get some on air time. He's just begging to be interviewed. I was just like, what the fuck? There he is. There he is. There he is. He did that in Atlanta when the Super Bowl was here in Atlanta. And everywhere I like they were showing all like the, the player interviews. Everyone, there's Craig. And he's either on his phone like this or he's going, he, he's like, then he puts his glasses on. He's like, he knows what, where the camera is, the camera angle, and where to stand so his face isn't covered up. Oh, yeah. It was hysterical. But him behind talk, or I, I, I was watching it today and I'm laughing. I'm like, that is the funniest thing because he just he was like standing with his phone. He's like, now, <laughs> now, Craig, bit of advice for you, and Gene would probably tell you the same thing. If you're going to keep doing that, and that's fine. Get a cap that has getgas.com yep. printed Not on the it, all right? And and a t-shirt that says getgas.com. Maybe this so one. when you're standing behind all these people on camera, not being interviewed, you're still getting promotion and marketing. There. Hey, uh, can, we, uh, can we? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. We're, we're, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. Listen, let me just, let me good, just preface this by saying... We are not ignoring the new era of Kiss, the avatars. No. We've got even more thoughts about all that stuff. But as I alluded to, that's probably close to another two-hour discussion. Yeah, we just wanted to give you guys that, a little feedback. But we had to get the show, the final show, the end of the road, out of the way. And, and let's be honest, we know very little about what exactly 
the new era of Kiss is going to be. Other than don't judge it, because you yeah, don't. That's that's the know. whole thing. Let's just. I I've got an idea based on my knowledge and experience of avatars and digital worlds of what could be possible, but they haven't told us anything. We have no idea how it's going to be used, when it's going to be used, where it's going to be used, what it's going to cost. We'll get into all of that in a week or two, but hopefully more information is going to be revealed. I will encourage people. There is a really great 30-minute video that was posted to Kiss's YouTube channel that's all about what this is going to be. It starts with Gene and Paul. It's It's got um, one of the guys from ILM, Industrial Light Magic, which if you don't know who they are, you're an idiot. Yeah, um, because they're doing the graphics and people from Pop House, who are the company that's behind this whole thing, who Pop House did the ABBA Voyage Uh-oh. experience, which is rave reviews. So yeah. it, it's them sitting around a coffee table and Gene and Paul talking about visions and those guys talking about what can be done. But then it shows how this is being created. And it really says a lot more than what was shown as you walked out of Madison Square Garden. That was just the tip of the iceberg. I, I think that, and I said this to my husband too, because he asked me what I thought about it. And I was like, you know, how can I pass judgment if I don't even know what it is yet? You, we, I, I researched some of the ab, the ABBA, the ABBA voyage, and it looked amazing. And all I saw were people having a blast. So, you know, before we pass judgment and we make an opinion, um, we really need to kind of wait and see what's going to happen first. You know? Yeah, but 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 I, I the the point here is we are going to talk about it. We yes, definitely yep. will talk about it. There will be a whole episode devoted to that, and it's going to be filled with our honest opinions. You know, again, there's nothing's been done, so we can't say it's a failure or it's going to suck. But boy, do we have questions, and it'll probably be us asking a lot of questions and wondering. And I again, I have a little experience with what this virtual worlds and avatars are and what it could be but we're not ignoring that we're not covering it up because we want to be nice to gene and paul we're going to go deep into that this week was all about the final show and as 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 these guys also said we'll do an episode shortly all about his fans the good the great and the real fuck asses <laughs> that are out there. There's a lot. All right, let's wrap this up. Right so, here. so home, home homework is: Did you go to the last show? Were you either in New York or did you watch it on pay per view? And what was your reaction? What was your takeaway from it? Sort of like what we talked about here. What did you like it? Did you not like it? What were you hoping for? Did you cry? Did you get emotional? Only the show, right, Michael? Only the show, not... Not not the Avatar stuff. Save the Avatar for a a separate thing. We only want to talk up to God gave rock and roll to you. That's it. Okay? You got it? That's your homework. Now we're giving you real homework. Teacher's saying, don't talk about this other stuff. 
We're going to talk about it, though. Yeah, Mar- Mar- Mark's the guy in school going, well, I got a question. Can I talk about goddamn rock and roll to you? <laughs> I told you I'm fucking, I'm doing the, uh, I'm, I'm following the rules this week. did follow the rules today. So if Mark can follow the rules, so can you. Yes, and, and, but, but but please, I would, you know, this is what Tommy always used to say when we gave out homework. If you're going to talk about what you thought of the final show, I don't want to see it sucked. That's not criticism. Well, if you're that's not that, discussion. Say what? If it sucked, tell us why it sucked. Yeah. What did you want? What were you hoping? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And, and to your point, Mark, uh, Michael, you're dead on. You know, that's the point. Everyone thinks that they can just say, oh, well, that that's a piece of shit. Okay, fine. You can have that opinion, but why? No one ever wants to tell you why they don't like something. They just want to dump all over it. So if you want, if you guys are serious, you want to have a conversation and you didn't like it, then you need to tell us why. We just spent two hours telling you why. I'm not saying you got to spend two hours writing out why. If you want to, go ahead. But you can at least give us two sentences about why. And and more importantly, do not critique talk down, attack fans who did love everything, if you didn't love everything. By the way, five You're... pages in, uh, uh, a kiss thing and a buck cherry thing. You got to subscribe to Cream. I'm just telling you. Keep going. So that, that, that's your homework. Um, we're, we're back next week. You know, we'll probably take off around Christmas for at least a week. I don't know. Um, actually, I know like the week right before Christmas, I'm flying to Minnesota on the day we normally record. So we're either going to have to reschedule or skip or whatever. Um, Ace Frehley that? article. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the guy who just said kiss fans aren't very bright. Uh, again, guys, there's a reason it's still America's only rock and roll magazine. So, um, so there, there you go. That that's three sides of the coin. You got the perspective of three people who were at the show. One person who watched the pay-per-view. Let's hear what you think. And again, more than just two words. Two words is not an opinion, in my opinion. So, there you go. Three sides. We're out of here. See everybody next week. you have something to say, leave a voicemail or send us a text message. Call 320 515 Voices for Three Sides of the Coin, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.